Hey everybody, this is Patrick Cacciatore with No Struggle, No Story. On No, no Struggle, No Story, we speak with highly successful athletes about struggles or adversities that they've faced and how they've been able to use them to grow as not only uh, athletes, but as, as people as well. So today I'm super excited to be bringing on former Nebraska soccer player, uh, all Big Ten player, and Orlando Pride soccer player, Savannah Vegas. So thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thank you, Patrick. I'm super excited to be here. Um, like you said, I am a soccer player. I previously played at the University of Nebraska, which was a dream. Go Skurs. Absolutely. <laughs> Go Big Red, baby. Yeah, forever. Um, and now I play, um, I just recently signed with Orlando Pride. Uh, so this is my first year as a professional athlete, which has been a dream come true. Um, but like any athlete, um, I could tell you my journey was not easy. Uh, I actually had suffered four ACL injuries, um, which if you know uh, anything about ACL, riddle. it's a little bit of a, a hurdle to get over. And a lot of people kind of take a step back when I say that and they, you know, almost double take like what four? For sure. <laughs> like, yes, four ACLs. Are those okay. all the same leg? Two on my right and two on my left. So oh. I'm symmetrical now. That's what I like to say. I'm all evened out and we're good. Um, but it actually, so this whole train of ACL started when I was in high school, it started my junior year toward going into my junior year at the end of my senior year. And then the spring of my freshman and sophomore year of college. Got it. So it was, wow. <laughs> it was a long time waiting. <laughs> no, yeah. So during those injuries, obviously, you know, it's gotta be such, take such a mental toll on you. You know, I think for anybody that's been through tough injuries or, even business people, you know, going through rough, rough periods with their business, you know, it's really tough because you almost lose, um, you know, what you do the most and something that you take so much pride in. And so when you lost something like that, how did you go about your daily life and what were you using to kind of stay productive throughout those times? So I think for me, it is a big, big deal to recognize that injury is not always a tragedy you know, we're athletes and yes, I may have torn my ACL, but you know, I can be back in nine months. And I think a lot of times when something is pulled out of your life that you were so used to having, um, it's so easy to focus on what you don't have. You know, when I, I didn't have soccer every day, I could sit there thinking, oh, life could be so much better if I had soccer, but you kind of start to miss out on what you do have around you. Um, you know, like, and again, in my situation, I had one of the best athletic medicine programs in the world supporting me. I had my teammates around me, my family. Um, I still had soccer, you know, it may be not right there in that moment, but it was going to be there. So I just think for me personally, um, the biggest thing is just remembering that an injury is not the end of the world. You know, it's all perspective. Um, so absolutely. And I think that's something that's really important for athletes themselves to really learn because uh, I think for a lot of people and a lot of athletes when they're younger and when they haven't been through that, they really define themselves through their sport. And that's something that I really struggled with personally when I went through, you know, a lot of anxiety and depression and things like that. And so when you have those things, are you kind of managing it through like being grateful for those other things and kind of just trying to enhance those while you're losing, you know, such a big part of your life in soccer? Yeah, I think being grateful is a great way to put it. Um, just because, you know, one of the biggest components of your life or what you view as one of the biggest components of your life isn't there, I think it gives you a great opportunity to realize the other big parts of your life. Um, 
which, you know, maybe it's something that you haven't been giving enough attention to, like your family, for example. Um, for me, you know, my family was constantly there, you know, even when I kept saying, you know, oh, I'm going to go back again, I'm going to play soccer. Never once were they like, oh, forget it. Like, I can't deal with you anymore. Absolutely. You know, they were there. And I was like, you know, I need to be supporting them as much as they support me. And, you know, that's one of the biggest blessings out of all this, right? I completely agree. I think that's an amazing outlook on it because when we get so, I guess, um, into our own sport and, you know, so into our own success, you know, a lot of the times it can be really easy to forget about the people that are there supporting you every day. And not to say that it's on us, it's just part of it when, you know, you're working so hard at something like that. And when you do that, I think another thing is, is like kind of when you're going through those injuries is you talked a lot, a lot about it before our podcast is having faith. And I think, and you know, for a lot of people, I think like you, uh, it can be religion and then it really can just be faith in, you know, a, any kind of belief system for people. And so how important of an aspect has that been for you? Um, yeah. The most important <laughs> that easiest way to put it, it is the most important thing to me. And we talked a little bit earlier, but, um, it is so hard for me. I, I don't think I could talk about my journey through sports without talking about my journey through faith, because to me, they're one in the same. And really? the way my life has played out without one, I wouldn't have had the other. Absolutely. Um, and just kind of feeling like when I was in the valleys of my sport, you know, when I was hurt, when I was broken, a lot of times it's when I was broken most of my faith too. Um, and I realized the best way for me to recover and for me to really be back on the field fully, confidently, without fear, was when I was able to get right with my faith. Um, not, not saying that, oh, if you're faithful, things are going to be great and easy, because mm -hmm. it's not. But the best thing is knowing is when life hurts you and disappoints you, and um, you just don't know how to handle it, I know that I can just go running back with open arms ready for the next challenge, because I know that that's what Jesus does for me every day. And um, yeah, I think that's just what's most important. No, I think that's amazing because I think, you know, I have a friend back at my old team at University of South Carolina who um, has a tattoo that's a God is greater than the ups and downs on his um, wrist. And, you know, I, uh, I was actually, you know, not particularly strong in my faith until I actually got to Nebraska and met my girlfriend and things like that. And so, I asked him one day when he was going through all these struggles, I was like, Hmm, like, you know, like, what does that tattoo mean to you? Um, and like, what is that? How are you getting through these tough times? You know, cause he was in and out of the lineup, you know, something that I also was my freshman year and really having a tough time with it. And he said, you know, I think just having my faith that, you know, it ha ha God has a perfect plan for me. And, you know, even for people that maybe don't have the strongest faith with God, it's just a belief that everything in life is a learning lesson rather than, a negative or something trying to hurt you. And I think, is that a stance that you've taken is that you can grow from each of these opportunities of, you know, of not weakness, but just struggle. Absolutely. I think um, when you look at faith and whether it be faith in God or faith in whatever you believe in, Absolutely. the beauty of it is that it's so constant when sports is a roller coaster always. Okay. Um, and it's, it's so good to know that even, you know, when sports are going great or when they're not going great, that you are still accepted for who you are, no matter, you don't have to prove yourself. Um, and you're not defined by your mistakes and you're not defined by your successes. Um, and I think, you know, when you're in these low points too, just, it's just so good 
to have that, you know, to, yeah, back you up. But I think it can be, it can really be everything for somebody's mental health more than anything, right? Is, you know, uh, Adrian Martinez, when he was on the podcast, you know, said something, he was like, yeah, you know, when I did define myself by my football specifically or my sport for anything, uh, he said it can take you extremely high, but it can take you extremely low at the same time. And you made a great point about, you know, just consistency with it is that your faith is always there and your belief system needs to stay strong because I think you can look at it one way is, you know, you had four ACL, you know, injuries and those are even one can be devastating to a person at times. But I think, you know, realizing that it's just another opportunity to grow from uh, is su such an awesome outlook. And so when you went through that, um, what did you feel like were your biggest struggles when you were going through those times? Like, what did you have the most trouble with during those periods? I mean, there is, it's hard to think back and think about it because honestly, they all blur together. But one moment that, or just moments, I guess, that kind of stand out to me is the moment you re-injure yourself after, you know, you've already done it before and now you're doing it again and then again and again. The hardest part for me was right after the initial injury and then having to tell people like, yes, it happened again, <laughs> you know, and okay. kind of just that feeling of like shame, but almost embarrassed and kind of like worried about what other people thought of me rather than like how I felt about it. Sure. I think that was like always an obstacle, you know, trying to get over that. No, I think that's one of the biggest obstacles in life period is, you know, comparison, comparing yourself to others. And I think being on, you know, you played for Nebraska and being on a team, obviously, obviously soccer is a team sport always. And that's something you're used to, but for a lot of even people that play individual sports, I think comparing yourself can be really common. And when you have those injuries, you know, you're not able to improve maybe the way you wanted. And so how important was it for you to judge yourself on yourself yesterday compared to today rather than, you know, to the other, you know, I guess, successes and failures of others? Yeah. When you start comparing yourself to others, I think it's just a downward spiral, sure. you know, because your story is not going to be the same as theirs and you're not going to be the same player as somebody else because you are uniquely yourself and you have your own strengths and whether you see them or not, um, you know, you, you will never be somebody else. And, but, but that should be a good thing, you know, because you should want to be the best version of yourself. Um, and I think for me, I caught myself doing that a lot. You know, I didn't get to play my first competitive year at Nebraska. I was technically a senior. Yeah. Um, so me comparing myself to my peers and in my class, well, they'd already have been through three full seasons. They were competing at, you know, their top level of soccer. This is my first year back. Um, and so that, you know, you put a lot of pressure on yourself and then, but when I was able to step back and realized how far I had come and how far I still had to go, that's where I think I was able to find myself, you know, kind of clear my head. And that's when I made the biggest improvement, you know, when I was ready just to focus on myself and what I could do. 100%. I think that's so important because you can kind of look at it. You can look at it as if, you know, not like you were cursed or just you were struck, like you were given all of these cards, you were dealt all these cards. But I think the most important thing is how you play them. And it turned out that, you know, did you feel like you took strength from those injuries when you came back? It's like, I've been through all of this. And I mean, it's made me stronger. And it's going to be an even better story when I'm able to come back and play my best soccer again, because of what I've been through. Oh, Absolutely. I think these injuries have taught me um, just attention to detail and the small things. 
when you come back from an ACL injury, it's not like you're sitting down for nine months and then you're just back in soccer. You're able to slowly start. And with a lot of injuries, you're able to slowly start doing, um, you know, fundamentals, skill things. And, you know, that kind of became a new sport was mastering those small skills um, that ultimately when I came back on the field, I, I was a different player. And I knew that, you know, off the field, looking at the field, like uh, tactically, I was a smarter player. I was stronger. I could do the little things so well that I knew like, you know, at the end of the day, like now I just have to focus on my game. And, you know, it, I think, I think my injuries had made me an overall better player for 100%. sure. No, I think that's cool because I think it talks a lot about like, even when, again, I guess almost referring back to the, like the start of the podcast where like, you know, when one thing is taken away from you, it doesn't mean everything is right. Is that you can improve in so many other ways. And I think that really like can be attributed to just a growth mindset is kind of what you're talking about. Right. And that's in all of life is, you know, if every single day you're just working to be better, you know, every single day, then that's really all you can do. And that's going to really help. Is that kind of something you feel like you took on, you know, throughout this time? Absolutely. I mean, when you're injured for a long amount of time, I guess it doesn't really matter how long the time is sure. whenever you're out, you know, that doesn't mean like life stops, you know, and I guess it, it in all phases of life doesn't even matter about sports, right? Whenever you're held back, it doesn't mean your, your opportunity to grow is done. It just means you got to do it a different way and you got to find those ways. And it's the people who are going to be persistent and seek out those ways to better themselves when, you know, things aren't going exactly how they planned. Um, those are the people that are going to, that are going to succeed. You know, no, so, I think that's so yeah, true. A lot from that. <laughs> no, I think that's so true is because, you know, through like this podcast, obviously it's been a really interesting experience for me speaking with all these athletes and like, you know, this is like, we're going through like, I guess an unprecedented period in all of life right now. I don't think many people are able to say they lived through, you know, a global pandemic. And so I think for everyone in the world, a lot of them are lost and like what to do. And you know, when you, this pandemic struck, what kind of did you go to, I'd say, like that you maybe even learned from those injuries, not having, you know, such important parts of your life that has kind of helped you get through this period that other people could maybe use to help themselves through it? Um, that is an interesting question for me, because I was actually trying to pursue my professional career um, during the start of COVID. Yeah. And what happened was I was with Orlando Pride unsigned and then COVID came and canceled everything. We got sent home, didn't know if we were going to get a call the next week to come back the next month. And then all of a sudden, you know, weeks turned into months. And um, so it was hard because, you know, I was on the cusp of my dream and then it was taken away, but I kind of looked at it like, well, this isn't the first time, you know? Um, and just because it's not physically right in front of me doesn't mean that it's gone. So for me, it was, you know, right back to the drawing board, right? You know, do what I can control. Um, it was cold where I was training, but you must believe I was out there in sweatshirts, sweatpants, jackets, um, trying whatever to- Whatever it takes, huh? Shape, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You just got to do whatever it takes. You know, if you, if you want something bad enough, you know, you'll find a way. Yeah, I think that's really cool because I actually just watched, I don't know if you've watched it. So on Netflix, there's this new series called The Playbook and it speaks with like five of like the best coaches in the world. And there was one episode with uh, Dawn Staley, who's like the women's um, basketball coach for South Carolina, who just won the Natty a few years ago and really successful team. And she had an awesome quote that I think you would kind of speak to what you're talking about is like, what is delayed is not denied. 
And I think that's awesome because I think for a lot of people right now, you know, a lot of what they're doing is delayed and, you know, it's pushed back. I mean, obviously we're hopefully on the latter end of this whole, you know, experience, but still people aren't able to do what they want. And I think you talk about having faith and I think this is such a crucial time to have faith and whatever you believe in and a belief system is so important. Um, do you feel like that's kind of a quote that could really speak to the experience that so many people are having right now? Oh yeah. I love that quote right now. <laughs> I'll have to look it up after this, <laughs> but no, I, I think that sums it up perfectly is, you know, just because it's delayed and it's not there, you know, it doesn't mean you can't get it. You know, I think when, when you love something and you have such a pure passion in your heart, um, we do ourselves a disservice by not chasing that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just think that when you have those dreams and desires, like life is going to get in the way and it's going to get in the way a lot. And, but it's, it's what you do when life stops you, that is going to make the difference. And that's when you're going to grow the most, when you stand up for yourself and just go after it. And, you know, whether it's during the pandemic or sports or in your job, like whatever it is, you know, it's, that's the moment when you really need to just go after it, you know? No, I agree. I think, and that's how you really achieve like real happiness. I think, you know, is like just, even if you fail at what you do, at, at what you do, I just, it really, you come through with an experience that you never would have had if you hadn't taken the shot. Right. And I think, you know, what you've been through is incredible because, you know, a lot of people would have said, you know, maybe this just isn't it, or, you know, maybe this just isn't what isn't my path, isn't my calling. And, you know, I think, just the you are able to kind of go through this and give it everything you have and at the end of the day if it works out which it obviously is right now but even if it hadn't i think would you feel like you would have taken that as a positive anyways is that you left it with everything you had into you know something that you pursued absolutely because i mean i don't think you can ever make a wrong choice if you're really chasing your dreams because if one passion leads you somewhere and it doesn't work out it's just going to open another door um you know, so, I agree. And, and I will say too, I think you kind of just mentioned it, but you know, a lot of people might take things a different way. And again, like that's not you. And I think a lot of people, I mean, for my, me personally, I've had plenty of people tell me I need to stop playing, yeah. um, you know, whether that be doctors or yeah, not saying sure. don't listen to your doctors, but yeah. um, I've had plenty of people tell me, you know, okay, like time to hang up the boots, like you're done. And, you know, but I knew deep down that I wasn't. And I think it's important to know, like, if you're not going to fight for your dreams, like no one else is going to do it for you. So no, I think that's an awesome say, you know, cause I think nobody, no matter who it is, you know, even people like your close family, I think nobody really knows what you're feeling or, you know, what you really believe when it comes to like what you can do. And I think if you don't believe in yourself, no one will. And that's the, you know, such an important thing for everyone is that, I think when we talk about through all the things we've gone through, the biggest thing is just finding something you believe in and chasing it and realizing that that's where the true confidence and that's where true, I guess, uh, happiness can really come from is that finding things you believe in, pursuing them to the nth degree and realizing that, you know, it's really the effort and who you're becoming in the process that really counts. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. So, you know, I guess to maybe kind of close out here uh, is just a good question is that, so for anybody listening throughout this whole whole entire process, if you could give the biggest piece of advice, obviously I know you learned so much, but maybe one thing that really people, you would want people to take the most from uh, through your experience, what would it be? 
Oh, a tough question. I know. I know. I know. It's a very, it's a, it's a brutal one. It's a, it's a big one. I guess my biggest piece of advice is when it comes to overcoming things, you just need to control your mindset. You know, if you, you just have to know yourself, know what you can do, um, know that you're, you're, you're a lot stronger than you think you are. Um, and just follow your heart to do it, you know, and don't be caught in the negatives. Just know like life's going to be okay. You know? No, for sure. There's always better days ahead. And I think, you know, like I, I'm a huge quote guy, obviously. I have, I have, I have, I have been, you've been giving some good ones today. Yeah, but, you know, I think, you know, just a good one to kind of finish off with is, yeah, I literally have it, you know, tattooed on my body is where it's like, you can fail at what you do, but you can never fail at who you are. And I think it's such an important one because I think, uh, you know, it speaks to, I think, a lot of people where it's like, everyone's going to fail at what they do. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when you have those injuries, it's easy to feel like that at times. But, the end of the day, who you are and who you became through it all is really what matters. Absolutely. Couldn't so. agree more. Awesome. So thank you so much for coming on, uh, Sav, and I really, really appreciate it. Shout out to Kinsey for setting this up. Yeah, and thanks, Kinsey. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so excited for um, everyone to be able to hear your experiences and just, you know, the advice that you were able to give. It was, you know, really inspiring for even me to listen to, so. Thanks. I hope I helped somebody. <laughs> Absolutely. Hope we all did. So awesome. And go pride, baby. Yeah, go pride. Oh, Thanks, yeah. Got it.